Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. y'all welcome back to the show as always i am happy to have you here and this week i want to give a special shout out to the marketing diva she says if you're looking for an informative inspiring and truly uplifting podcast to add to your list when you found the perfect one in brunch and slay amira has a way of making her guests feel right at home and giving you information to help you prosper keep up the amazing work and the great content coming. Thank you so much, Marketing Diva. First of all, she spelled my name right. I know that meant you had to probably go to a couple of different platforms. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate you writing more than one sentence. Man, y'all, I tell you, every week when I get to see these new reviews come in, it just makes me giddy as a schoolgirl. And I, I like to think I'm still one at heart anyway. So I want to thank y'all for answering the call saying thank you, listening. And if you haven't done one already, go ahead and go on your favorite platform and Subscribe to the show, rate it if you're feeling us, and if you're not, keep it to yourself because we don't want to hold one another back now, do we? <laughs> and if you like what you're hearing, of course, share it on whatever social media platform that you love because I will give you a, a proper shout out because I know how to say thank you. I am a Southern woman and I believe that thank you is the root of all greatness. So thanks for tuning in. Today's show, y'all. Oh, I feel so lucky to always get to talk to so many game changers, powerful go-getter women who look like me, who walk like me, who talk like me, who are thriving and who are inspiring us all. And today's guest is no different. First of all, she is the founder of Darling & Co, an award-winning lifestyle baby brand. So you know I'm all about lifestyle and award-winning means she has her receipts. So I love to say that part. You've seen her probably everywhere from Steve Harvey to Essence, my, my Mecca, right? That is like my, at the top of my list of where I want to be. Marie Claire, Black Enterprise, uh, and she's a wife, she's a mom, she's an inventor, and she's forever changing. And she's, she has made it her mission to help folks thrive in the e-commerce realm on the number one platform in the galaxy. And yes, I said the galaxy. So y'all gotta help me and listen up, turn your volume up, get your notebook out, cause I know she's gonna drop some gems. Say hello to Miss Tara Darnell. Darnley, oh my gosh, why am I saying Darnell? Hey girl. <laughs> Hey, that was, that was quite an intro. Now I have to like, you know, live up to all that. <laughs> but you know what? That's what I love. It's like, sometimes we forget how blessed we are and how much, how far we've come. Yes. And then you hear somebody say, and you're like, I did do that. Right? <laughs> right? That she's talking about me. Yes, I'm talking about you, girl. How hey, you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm used to being on the other side interviewing. So this is like weird for me. I'm like, okay. This is cool. <laughs> right? Put that other hat on, girl. You're, you're Jane of all trades, right? Put that other hat on. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm excited to have you. You know, um, y'all, I, as you know, I love to, when I have a moment, look at different hashtags and find new people who are out here because my little circle, uh, our realm, and I live in Texas, so I have a lot of folks who I get from Texas because typically they're in my feed, right? So I like to go, I like to call it data mining, and I'll go find folks who are doing other things. And when I ran across her feed, I thought, wait a minute, now that's somebody I want to get to know. So I extended the invitation and I'm so thankful that you agreed to be on the show. Oh, absolutely. I'm always willing to support others. Well, that is, that's, that's how, that's a great thing. So I know people probably got questions. So they heard Steve Harvey, they heard <laughs> Essence, they heard Marie Claire and they're like, wait a minute, what now? So how'd you get there? Let's break it on down, take it back to the basics, right? Let's talk about Darlin and Co. And then of course, we'll talk about your new mission and not new to, to you, but new to us. <laughs> for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, and, that's, and thanks for that, because a lot of people are like, well, which one is which? Like, what are you doing? And I'm definitely a creative and so I'm always doing a lot of things. And so now we have two, um, two brands, but we started with Darlin and Co. When my daughter, um, Alicia, was only two months old, she started teething. So moms out there who are listening, you know that stage is 
horrible. No one warns us about that stage. Um, you know, everyone gives you all these parenting advice, uh, you know, sleep when the baby's sleeping and all those things, but no one told us about teething. And um, as soon as Olika was born, I decided, you know, myself and my husband decided that it made no sense for me to go back to work. Um, I had been, I had actually been fired, um, actually, so there was no work to go back to. But like, as soon as we found out that I was pregnant, I got, you know, I was fired um, from like a horrible boss. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll just be a stay-at-home mom. And for me, that was what I would consider a success. That for me was like my dream to just be a mom, a wife, and that's that's it. Like my life was made. And so when she started teething, she was just like constantly chewing on her hands. Um, there was no solution. Um, and she was like the happiest baby. For me, she slept, like she ate. She was like the perfect baby. And so when this stage like happened at two months, um, it was just horrible. And we were like, okay, she's always chewing on her hand. My husband at the time, he had taken off two months for paternity leave. Um, which we fought for back then because there was no such, you know, people were like his job or like, what is paternity leave? Like, you don't need to be home with the baby. So that's a whole nother story. Right. <laughs> America, we got to do better, y'all. We got to do better. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, a black man wanting to be home with his kid. Like, what are you talking about? No. Um, so we fought for it and he was home with us for two months and we were like there, like he was like literally brainstorming all the baby products. And everything he picked up, he was like, oh, this could be better. Like, who invented this? Who created this? It's horrible. And when we started looking at the teethers, um, as you guys probably know, if you have kids, most of the teethers are, like, dated. It's just, like, a little item, and it probably has some liquid in it. And you're like, you don't know what is that inside the liquid. And for me, as a millennium parent, I just thought, like, wow, this is, like, cheesy product. Like, you know, people are still using this. You don't even know what's inside that. You know, the material, the materials, you know, weren't safe as we started to Google and search. And we just was like, okay, why did no one like make a mitten that, you know, the kid can just put on their hand and it wouldn't fall off their hand? One, um, it can be machine washable and they're chewing on their hands anyway. And so we were like, well, we don't want them to just be, you know, still chewing on their hand. How could, we had like a teething component. And so we added like the silicone part. And I hope this is making sense. I hope you're visualizing this guys <laughs> as you're listening. Um, so we added that component to the teether, um, to the mitten. And then that's what made it really a teething mitten. Uh, there was nothing on the market at the time um, like that. And so my husband was like, well, we got to do this because every time we have like, you know, an idea we never act upon it and we go into the store, you know, next week or whatever, and we see the same product and we're like, oh, I thought of that like a few months back. And I was like, dude, I have a two month old. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> like, remember, this is my dream life now. And you're right. telling me to you go. go rocking the boat. Here you <laughs> <Right>. go. <laughs> you're telling me I need to figure out how to make this product. I have no business degree, nothing. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and he had to go back to work. His two months flew by so fast. He had to go back to work. And he was like, you know what, babe? I really think we should do this. Like, I just don't want to, you know, go in the store and see this product and look at you like, oh, look, we thought about this. Like, let's do it. Like, for our daughter, let's do this. And I was like, okay. So for the next, this was like, like around this time in 2014, October 2014, and so I started to like, I was up for the next two months straight every night, just searching, Googling my life away, trying to figure things out. And that's what, you know, we came up with the idea for the, what we call now the yummy mitten mitten. Um, I was able to patent the product myself because I couldn't afford no lawyer. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, let's give that a pause because I can I can tell you right now, there's some people listening thinking, I just need a patent attorney. Uh, no, as as our great friend in our head, Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. Like she did that. Keep going. <laughs> I just had to pause. I know that's not easy. I know it's, it's intimidating not. and it's scary as hell. Like everything, and this is why when, like, even when I mentor people and they, you know, they, like, I know not everyone has that drive, but for me, like, my husband gave me literally a budget. Um, It was like, I remember clearly it was like, uh, I believe at the time we started off, like, his budget was like five grand, like, this is your budget, 
figure it out. And, you know, as I started doing my numbers, sourcing a product and all those things, I was like, okay, there's no way I can hire an attorney. Like that time, five grand to 10 grand was their starting rate. So I had to patent, you know, figure out how to patent the product, um, the trademark portion of it. I had to do that as well. Because I just, um, the, the one fear that came over me even starting my business was all the horror stories I heard about inventors starting their businesses or starting a product and it being taken from them or them not having any intellectual property. So just going in, um, that kind of just put that fire under me, like, okay, I don't want to be that story, you know, um, you know, this black person had this idea and it was stolen from them. And so I was like, I owe that to my daughter to at least protect whatever we're building for her. And so I had to figure that part out. And literally in three months, I had the first prototype and skip um, into January. We had like the first prototype. I started pitching every press <laughs> there was, um, yes. started marketing. So I think Instagram had just started really. And I posted a video of my daughter using the prototype and it went viral. Ah, look at that. Look at that magic. Look at that. It went viral, but it wasn't a good viral because I didn't have the product. <laughs> so you can imagine all the moms that were like me, that were home, they were angry. They were like, where's this product? Um, Don't tell me you don't have it. Like, we need this product now. Like, how is your baby the only one using this product? We need it. And I was like, oh, wrong idea why did I do this because we don't have <laughs> we it was to put that fire under your butt to get it done yeah. yeah and it's like but it was like dealing with moms with teen and baby is no joke like oh my god it was horrible and we were just like okay you know you guys got to get this done quick um and I started pitching early as well and same thing happened um it was around Mother's Day coming up and Steve Harvey show I think I pitched him like a hundred times so guys if you pitch ones keep pitching <laughs> I was like don't blaze over that I want to say that because like let's just let's talk about how many times have I said and I'm still getting those right today yeah I told my husband like I literally closed the deal I've been working on for two years today and wow. I can't tell you how many times they would ignore emails even though you have conversations with people right you might think this is the time yeah. and they go silent it's like ghosts like crickets <laughs> <laughs> exactly and that's what I kept doing like I kept pushing it because I was like what you guys have to understand too like there's a like when it comes to like a big production team like this there's probably like 10 people reading the emails so you just need to get the right person as you know to open that email so I wanted a parent to open the email that can mm -hmm. understand it versus maybe a male that didn't know crap about kids right um and they wouldn't get the story so the person emailed me like oh my gosh we're doing a segment on mom inventors and we totally want you to come out and I was like oh my god okay I'm <laughs> had no product <laughs> I had no product but Steve Harvey didn't need to know that his production team didn't need to know that I had to figure shit out and I did <laughs> I'm like in love with you like seriously <laughs> first of all I want to pause because there's so many commonalities number one I got laid off that's how I birthed my company I got laid off when I was six months mm. pregnant Wow. And let's, let's pause too to give a shout out to those husbands who know they married the go-getters who say, yeah. no, nah, babe, you got this. You are capable. Because sometimes even when you know you're capable, you don't hear it. You need to hear somebody who, who you respect say it, right? You got to hear it from somebody else. So shout out to those husbands who support these dreams, y'all, because we're not alone. <laughs> we're not. We're so not alone. And it's, like you said, we need them. And, and I don't know. It's like I've heard so many stories of women being laid off when they're pregnant. It's almost like we have a disease when we're pregnant. But you know oh. what? I'm going to claim it because I spoke mine into existence. I'm going to be real with y'all. <laughs> I worked with a company that was, I was in sales. I was fast paced. And I knew. I said it for years, for years. And I didn't even want kids at the time. I'd say, oh, I, I can't get pregnant because if I do, I'm going to get fired. I spoke that. And as soon as I finally told them when I was showing and could not stop, <laughs> could not anymore, <laughs> like within a month, I was laid off. Wow. Within a month. Wow. And I, I was like, thank you, because I was sick of them and they were sick of me. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. I hope they're listening now. Y'all was sick of y'all. Yeah, just I won't publicly say it. <laughs> Yes. Like and I and I say that all the time. Like you know, I'm sure they're looking back and saying, "Oh, well, whatever." But everything happens for a reason. And like when that happened, you know, they called us. We just had to 
act like we were prepared. And, you know, that's that phrase that says, stay ready so you don't have to be ready. I knew nothing about that phrase then. <laughs> but <laughs> absolutely nothing. But I knew I couldn't miss this opportunity because this was our big break. Like, who launches, who doesn't even launch a product and gets invited to a national TV show like that. You, you do, you do. <laughs> that doesn't happen, right? So I couldn't come up with an excuse. I couldn't make an excuse of like, it was just like, everything was just happening so fast. I remember even when their production team called us for that, you know, to, you know, say, okay, maybe you're going to be on the show or not. They did like a quick interview and she was like, I saw your video on Instagram. Um, can you put your daughter, um, on video right now <laughs> and I was like you cannot like have a child pretend they like a product right you cannot right I, had, like, right I was nursing at the time I was home I was not prepared I had like breast milk all over my shirt <laughs> and I was like sure hold on I remember grabbing like um a t-shirt we had just gotten some t-shirt made with our logo on it I grabbed the t-shirt put it on grab the baby brush her hair she had well she was bald <laughs> <Thank no God. laughs> but she was cute and I was just like um I put the, the mitten on her and I was like praying God please let her bite on this mitten like her life depended on it and she went to town and I was just like yes like she was just like she was awesome and she did it like even when we were on the show she did it too so I was just like everything was just aligning itself as we were doing the work like everything was just aligning itself so yeah that was our first major break and still grateful for that break to this day more brunch and slay after this so i gotta know when's the last time you've been over to brunchandslay.com if it's been a while i'm gonna say head on over there and check it out i think you'll like what you see i put a lot of thought into why would i ever want to go to brunchandslay.com because that's just the kind of girl i am i don't ever want to waste your time what I thought about is I'd want to go and I want to learn more about people who've been on the show, learn more about what's coming up with Brunch and Slay, and just find out how I can truly become a part of the movement. Check out the site, peruse it, share your thoughts. I gotta know. Head on over to brunchandslay.com and subscribe today. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Man, how awesome is that? Talk about like the best story. Like this is the beginning of your book. Cause I'm sure, I'm pretty sure people have been asking you about it. I see it in your future if it's not there already. I love it because man, so many times we think we're the only one with this idea. And I, I we kind of glazed over that too. I tell people all the time about Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And we talk about those ideas that all of us get ideas. You're not the only one. Um, we are all getting ideas all the time. It's how you act and who actually activates the plan to make those ideas come to fruition. So mm -hmm. stop hating on those people who had that idea you had. It's still your interpretation of the idea. There's still opportunity out there, but I'm glad that you mentioned that at the top of the show because so many times that happens and we've all had that like, man, why didn't I think of that? You know, why didn't I keep, keep with that? Why did I stop? Why did I tell my mama and let her discourage me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> not, my, not you mama, I promise. I'm not talking about you, but seriously. Yeah. And that's one, that's one thing I want to even like know too, in the beginning stage, like we purposefully did not tell everyone. We literally told my, who's now still my mentor. Um, she's like my spiritual mentor from day one. She's like that person I always went to and they would tell, you know, she would tell me the truth. And we told our parents, um, our parents didn't understand what it was, the concept. But my mentor, I'll never forget, she stood in our living room when we told her and she just jumped up and she started screaming. And mind you, this was like just showing her the idea on paper. She started screaming and she said, oh my gosh, you guys are about to be rich. You're going to, you're going to be on, you're going to be in Babies R Us. And I was looking at her like, what the hell are you talking about? You're crazy. Like, it's not that serious. Right. But she saw like beyond what we were able to see. So it's so important, guys, not to share your dreams and your vision with everyone. Mm -hmm. But be yeah. very selective of who you do and like share, like you'll know who's in your circle that you can tell things to and they're, they'll pour into you. And like, even to this day, like when I, when I, you know, tell her like what she said, she's like, oh yeah, I remember you still probably don't. And I still see bigger things for you and you still probably don't even see it but we sure we sure enough got on babies or us shelf before they closed hey um. but you know what all of that 
it speaks to who you surround yourself with, right? Like when you're seeking positivity and you're seeking people who are for you, right? Truly for you. And I agree, even still, that doesn't mean it's no offense to people. It doesn't mean I don't trust you. I trust you with all kinds of parts of my life. But when it comes to things that I feel like God put on my heart, that doesn't mean I have to discuss it with you. Like I need to just know that I know and I need to power for it because I cannot be distracted, right? You cannot be distracted from a goal like that. Because if you had told the wrong person, you would have never kept pitching Steve Harvey show. You would have never, you would have stopped because the no's that you get, like, you know, like people don't even understand. Like, it's like wearing, you have to wear like armor, <laughs> right? And you have to get back up every day and dust yourself off and say, okay, I'm back at it because you're going to get a hell of a lot of no's, way more no's than you get yeses, but all it takes is that one yes. Yes. And I love how you said you needed a parent. You knew you needed a parent. You're like, okay, guys, not gonna get this unless you got a newborn. I need, I need that one person. That's all I need on the right day, the right time. Like, really, right? That's all you needed. And and look, and look, and look at God. Look what happened, right? <laughs> look at him. Look so okay, so let's fast forward. So you you go viral. You get on the Steve Harvey show. You basically you and your husband create this phenomenal brand that's been featured. Like I said, Marie Claire essence uh mom right or is it parents it's so many magazines like all these is just <laughs> limitless i don't even want to just discount it but you you build this notoriety you have this fantastic very necessary product and then you realize that other people need help too yes um so from <clears throat> excuse me from there we were able to of course you know grow that brand add other products so now we have other baby products from you know clothing to we just launched one of my favorite products, which is like an educational ABC affirmation flashcards. So it's actually, it actually features brown boys and girls. And it's, based oh. on, yeah, it's based on my daughter and my son. And that one was really special for us because I started to realize just because we homeschool our kids and we're around them so much that they were so confident that when we went out, it would kind of like blind people, literally, like they were amazed by it. And I was like, well, why aren't other kids this bold? And I started to realize that most parents were interacting with their kids as much. So they weren't able to build confidence as much. And so that's really what our affirmation card does. It allows parents to engage with parents, grandparents. Now we have teachers purchasing it, Um, you know, just a way for, you know, individuals to, you know, engage with kids and build that self-esteem with them. And it's really to combat suicide among brown kids Um, and really every kid, but the suicide rate for brown kids has really increased dramatically over the last few years and no one is talking about it. Um, No one is addressing it. And so we really wanted to, you know, make sure our company was not just this cute little company selling cute products, but we wanted to be impactful. And so we just launched that this year. It's doing amazing. it like even talking about it, it, it makes me really emotional because just getting the, the feedback from parents saying, wow, my kid is going to school at four years old and they're having suicidal thoughts. And I'm just like, I'm trying to phantom that because I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old and I'm trying to phantom as a, uh, understand as an adult, like how a kid can have suicidal thoughts, but it's happening and it's real. And so, you know, from there, we were able to just create these um, other amazing products. And now, uh, two years now, we've launched our service-based company, which is uh, Dreams Inspire Reality. And Dreams Inspire Reality, we literally help, you know, our clients and entrepreneurs and creatives turn their dreams into reality, whether it's through their products, their uh, um, services, anything that they want to offer, just giving them that push and that direction to do so. Man, okay, so why are you just trying to make like pull all my heartstrings tonight? It's so important though, and and the the fact that you realize that you have an obligation, because to whom much is given, much is required. Man, oh my gosh, like oh yes, okay. I hear an accent. Where are you from? Where are you living, or where are you from? I hear, I hear some. Well, I am from Jamaica, so my accent is probably Jamaican mixed with New York. Um, I, yeah. And now we're, we just relocated to the South. So now we're in North Carolina. Um, but you're probably hearing when I get really passionate about something, my Jamaican accent comes out. So that's no, that's so all the New York folks <laughs> always go to the Carolinas. That's their down South. <laughs> 
Listen, that's our damn South, okay? Yeah, they always go to the Carolinas. Y'all sleeping on Texas. I'm just going to tell you right now, because Houston would have gave you all you got in Dallas, too. So I'm just saying, you know, we you were looking, we were actually looking at Texas, but uh, North Carolina just had just all those cool elements to it. And it's kind of like, it reminded me of Jamaica and Guyana, because my husband is from Guyana. So it reminded us a lot, you know, of the Caribbean. And we just wanted somewhere to just come out and chill. Like, New York was too busy. Well, I get it. And I know you have an app too. So you got to check out uh, Black Black Tech. And um, I'll send you the notes. For Enovia Bedford, she's a friend to the show. And they have this amazing Black Tech Charlotte. And um, it's really cool. It's just an amazing platform. And they highlight all these amazing businesses that are in the tech industry that are uh, founded by African-Americans and have venture capitalists come in and pitch businesses and help get loans, like all this amazing stuff. Uh, Yes. So I definitely have to send you um, a link to that because they are killing it out there. Yeah. Definitely have to check that out. Yeah. So man, so this, so one idea evolves into an app, a podcast courses, and then you are helping folks uh, scale using the largest e-commerce platform in the galaxy. So <laughs> let's talk about that because that's that's a whole nother cookie to eat. <laughs> sure, sure. I told you it was probably going to cover everything in this one episode, but we're going to do it. <laughs> so um, I started with our podcast two years ago. I was just like, you know what? I need to find a way to give back because I started to get so much inquiries like, hey, can you help me? Can you mentor me? And I was just having like kids back to back. And I was just like, there was no way I can just pour into everyone in, you know, on an individual basis and run a company, manage a family and all those things. So I was like, well, maybe I could just share my tips and everything that I've learned on our podcast and just invite some of my dope friends to come on and, you know, share their, their tips and their journey as well. And so Dreams Inspire Reality podcast was birthed then. So it was like, no, I wasn't even thinking about monetizing it. I wasn't thinking about any of those things. I just wanted to give back. And then as the podcast grew, people wanted more. Like, okay, we we need to hear you more. We need to, you know, we want to know your journey. And so I was like, okay, let's start a Facebook group. So we started a Facebook group and that started to grow and I, it was growing too fast and I was just kicking out people because I was like, okay, I want it to be authentic. <laughs> Man, Facebook will get you. I was like, how are you doing it? Because I have, I have canceled two of them. Like, no, I can't. Done. <laughs> yeah, it was like in the beginning, it was growing and then people would just come and they were just like, I, I guess the term is lurkers. And for me, because I'm such like a hands-on person, I want to communicate. I'm just like, it's so weird to just be in a community and not speak. And so it's like, okay, if you guys are going to come in here, you're not going to speak. I feel like it's my home. And if you come into my home and not speak to me, then I'm going to have to kick you out. And so I literally was doing that for like two years. And so it was like, it was always engaging because the people who were there, they wanted to talk, they wanted to learn, they were sharing, Um, you know, we had challenges and people were just genuinely helping out. And so from there, like it just grew, you know, then the brand itself, Dreams Inspire Reality, grew. And then people were like, well, I want hands-on training. Like, can you teach me? Can you work with my brand? And I started to see that, wow, um, one of the ways that Darwin & Co. really grew fast was because we utilized platforms like Amazon. And I also realized that a lot of people, especially Black folks, you know, we shop on Amazon, but we don't, we're not, like, we're always a consumer in every single industry, um, I felt like, wow, I just kept seeing us as a consumer. We're always buying, we're always buying, but we're never on the other side. And I knew what it meant to be on the other side of, you know, being a seller on Amazon. The first, the first time we launched on Amazon, uh, which I was very hesitant, I'll be honest, I was very hesitant to launch because I just didn't know a lot about the platform, but I knew I purchased from there. And my husband was like, babe, like, think about all the parents on the platform, like they're going to utilize it just like you are buying diapers and stuff. Think about all the parents. And I was like, okay, I'll try. And so when we launched our product on Amazon, within uh, two months, we did like 100K. And I was like, oh, shoot. Right. Right. Hello. Because Amazon is my personal assistant. Like that is who does all my errand running. (laughs) I was like, wait, 
Like, what's going on? Like, you telling me that we was missing all those coins? No, we about to, like, we about to be lit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we just, like, ramped up and, you know, just doing market research and, like, growing my own brand for, like, five years. I was just like, wow, like, retail is dying. Everyone is shopping online. Everyone is shopping really on Amazon. They don't really have a major comp- you know, competitor except, like, Target or Walmart. And those companies they still have their brands on Walmart. Like, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this makes no sense. Like, why aren't Black um, entrepreneurs with physical products selling their products on Amazon? And as I started to talk to friends, um, they had the same concerns that I did in the beginning. They were just scared. They didn't know about the platform. They didn't know, like, you know, you can actually sell your products on there. They just didn't know. And so I started to, like, just educate people on you know, selling on the platform, the cons and the pros and service providers, how they could utilize and monetize the platform. And I remember a girlfriend, um, a friend at the time, she was on my podcast and um, you guys probably know them, Curl Mix and Kimberly from Curl Mix. Um, they just, they were just on Shark Tank too. So ah. we were like talking to her. I was talking to her after the podcast and I was like, why aren't you selling? And she was just re, um, rebranding her brand. And she was like, I don't know. Like, I, I said, try to set it up and I just left it alone. And I was like, girl, let's, let's do it. Like, I want to use you as my, I'm doing a beta. I want to use you. Because if I can replicate what I'm doing with my brand for you, then it's working. I'm not just like bugging out. And she was like, okay, cool. You can do it. And we, um, she started, like, she completely rebranded, and in the first year, we did, a, you know, over a million dollars. Wow. So now, that's fine. a friend. That's a friend right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're way bigger now. They probably do that a month now, but. Right, but how, I mean, how proud do you have to be to know that you answered the call? Like, you didn't even have to do this. You already had a thriving business. Right. And, and that's, you know, and that's, that's what, like, that's really what Dream Inspire Reality is about. Like, I wanted it to, you know, just be, you know, you, you, there's so many service providers out here, but it wasn't like anything personal about them. Right. I feel like when I order, like, maybe like if I order, not order, if I hire somebody to do like my Facebook, it wasn't really personal. It's like, okay, I'm gonna run your ads and that's it. Like, when yeah. we're building like this firm, I wanted to be personal. Like, not like, yeah, you could call me and pick up the phone every time, but when you're dealing with our team, you're getting this level of service that you don't see. And that's what we strive to offer. And, you know, from taking hers and like working with other brands and launching other brands on the platform and just replicating this model and also letting people know, like, it's not gonna like, yes, she did that number. Yes, we do those numbers, but it's not gonna happen overnight. I literally said over after a year, right? So she didn't give up the first month. She didn't give up, you know, after six months. It it comes with test and trial and making sure you have a great product. And those are just some of the things that we had to test. But once we saw that we were able to do it for, you know, hair care brands, clothing, whatever it was, we were like, it was literally a matter of, you have to think about it like this. Everyone is shopping on Amazon, including Black people, right? Mm -hmm. But there's no one really selling to us. Like, who's selling our products on there? Like, you know, so even when I launched the affirmation cards and it had brown kids on there or it had, like, whatever, it was targeting a specific audience and, you know, people, Black people are shopping on Amazon. So when they see themselves reflected in products, they're going to go crazy. They're going to buy the heck out of that product. And so that's why you'll see even like a Chinese knockoff brand, what they'll do is they'll find the best selling product that black people are selling and they go, they'll go make the, you know, the same thing and sell on Amazon because our people are scared to go sell their own products on these platforms. And don't get me wrong. Amazon is not for everyone. Um, you just have, you know, you, you have to do your numbers. You have to do all those things to make sure it makes sense. Um, but you just look, you should look at the platform like a wholesale channel. If you sell wholesale, you can sell on Amazon. Um, and that's, that's exactly what we help our clients. But with. I think th- this show to me, in all honesty, is about the blueprint. And I think, <laughs> no, seriously, not yeah. just your show. I mean, at this platform, Brunch and Slay, because yeah. there's so many people out here who are so talented. 
I have mm-hmm. to stress that as a community, so many ideas, so much talent, all these degrees, the folks, are, we're all still paying loans on or whatever the case may be. If you haven't made your millions yet, you know, you might still be doing that. But when you hear it and you know that she can, if she can, I can, we all can. And then you have a resource, right? So you get to tap into someone who's already doing it, who's attainable. And it's a small, don't even worry about the cost because I guarantee you there's something in your life you can cut back on whether that's eating out, whether it's going to Sam's, whatever that is, whatever floats your boat, Costco, whatever, you know, there's something that you can cut back on to pursue your dream. And to me, your dream is worth it. And to hear, to hear you talk about your journey and how it constantly pivoted and evolution and how you got on this platform and you weeded it out. And that's the thing too. It's like, it's intimidating until it's not right. It's just one step at a time. And if if you have somebody in front of you who you're listening to right now, and I'm saying this for the person who's driving wherever you're driving and you're like, (laughs) oh, my t-shirts haven't been selling. Well, call her. What are you waiting on? Stop, pause, go ahead and look in the show notes, get her social media and DM her and find out what the heck you need to do to make yours, your next Amazon, you know, store. Because yeah, yeah, just like you said, everybody's copying. There's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly what we do too. We make sure like, this process, we understand like it's super hard to sell on a platform. And so when you work with us, like our clients literally just hand us their product and then we say bye and we fix everything, we do everything. And then we walk you through the process. So it's literally the hands-on, we are doing it for you. <laughs> You're no speaking to me because I love cutting the check. Like, girl, what, what can I do? Like, let me, let me outsource that. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, those are the, so even like speaking of like, even going to the service, um, the service business area, right? When I started consulting, I, for me, if you, if you're familiar with me and what I do, I'm very innovative. I don't like doing what anyone else is doing, period. If I'm doing it like you, then it's not, it, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> and so for me, like even my own boarding process has to be different. Like everything has to speak to that client that I'm serving. And so I noticed like there's this like big uproar, like, oh, charge what you're worth, do this. And for me, I'm, I'm hearing those things, but I feel like people who are saying those things too, and it's not for everybody. Um, people are say, you know, boldly so saying those things all the time. And if that's your constant complaint, maybe look at your systems, because if you have to complain about charging your worth, then maybe your systems aren't like saying, okay, this is what I'm worth. that's what we call operating excellence like let's just be real with it quit cutting those corners and then trying to come to somebody saying it's five thousand but you took three weeks to respond to an email like get yourself together like be real like like that's a real that's some real medicine right here and everything everything that i dealt with with service providers that was horrible whether like you said not answering emails like just not getting back on time, not fulfilling your job. Like you told me you're going to get my project in two weeks and it's two months later and I still don't have it. And I'm seeing you like posting on social media, living your best life, but my project is not done. <laughs> but <laughs> like, let me say this too. It's not your customer's fault that you put a special on, right? They don't, I don't care that you had a special and you wind up getting a hundred people sign up and it should have been only 50. That's your problem, not mine, right? You better yeah, deliver real can. quick. Again, if you had systems in place and all those things, and that's something we also teach our clients. So like I'm working with a client now with her new project and we're literally setting up everything. So she's having an excellent customer service to demand that 10K that she's going to ask for, you know, not just, oh, I'm asking for 10K and I'm going back and forth with you in an email to get something that should have took one phone call or one email. Oh, so- I love you. You're amazing. <laughs> yes, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> those no. systems girl yes like it's it, it takes it takes work on the front end but you are so thankful on the back end that you have systems like I hired a new assistant probably it's probably been three months ago now and I gave her like I had systems in the place she kind of handles the podcast and all that stuff and I gave her all the instructions and literally I'm one of those people who just sits down and writes down do a then b then c then <laughs> i too and and all these things and she said you know what I I'm sorry. I didn't even know how to interpret this because I've never had anybody give me these kind of, <laughs> this but, kind of thorough instruction. I'm like, but I don't have time perfect. to, I don't have that kind of, I don't have that kind of time. Like, that's why I hired you. Right. So you can perfect. do what needs to be done. But I, it was literally pouring into myself, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks that made me realize that's what I was missing because I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off 
trying to yeah. figure out why things weren't working is because I had no freaking systems in place. Hello, I'm just co-signing, girl. Just co-signing. <laughs> no, that's that's real talk. And like like you said, like we're not. This is not a bash. Like you know, whatever. We're just being real because we went through this. Like you said, I had to go through the phase where I realized like all my creative ideas was inside my head, and my husband had to get me on that. Like yo, you think like I understand what's in that brain of yours? I don't. <laughs> write it out. <laughs> like write it out. And I was like, what do you mean write it out? Like is you know? And he was like, nobody knows what you're thinking. Write it out. If you operate a certain way, if you want your emails a certain way whatever it is, write it out, record it. And like you said, that's what I had to do to, to record all my processes so my team can get my voice, how I speak, how I want everything to flow. But I'm like just saying all that to say is if you're going to charge like a significant price or something, make sure your work is going to back it up. Like, and so when I demand a certain like fee, my clients don't blink. People, first of all, people don't come to me if they're not ready to pay. because mm -hmm. They you, already know you exactly you create this you know you you just work in excellence and so if somebody's going to come and work with you they already know like okay i'm gonna get top-notch service so i'm gonna pay top-notch dollars and so you get you make sure you have all those systems in place but even to just back it up a bit like you know i want to say this too like you said and and i think you said it's so excellent earlier like to whom much is given much is required and i think um, any part of your journey, whether it's entrepreneurship, you know, just starting out, whatever it is, always give back. And I think yeah. I've been so, 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 so blessed. And the opportunity that keeps coming my way is because I, I give back and I don't expect. And so when things happen, it's just like, it's always like a continuous flow. It's just the universe is always working in my favor because I'm always giving back. And not giving back saying, oh, girl, I did this for you and you owe me. No. No. I wish, I swear, I'm, I'm sitting here now and I'm just like giving thanks to the universe because I wish you were closer so I can have brunch. Because this is, this is what it's all about. Like yeah. these moments, th this journey, it's no different. Like no matter, and you don't have to already have major success to give back. You give back when you girl. finally land that job because they called you back. After you finally invested in your resume and you got that, jo that job you wanted, you give back. That means you say, I know someone if they need a receptionist, right? You, you tell them about that cousin of yours who's out here trying to, trying to thrive and doing great work. It's, it's all kind of ways that you can give back. Like yeah. seriously, there's people who you'll see on your Facebook feed this week who maybe somebody in their family died who has a GoFundMe account. Don't mm -hmm. judge them. Give them fifty dollars that you're gonna blow this weekend. Like, why not? Right. And you said it's mm. so perfect. You said it so perfectly. You. It doesn't matter what stage in your journey you are in. I was always. I'm like. I think I'm. That's like probably a good part of me and a bad part of me in entrepreneurship because you can also get misused for those things. Um. So like this year, especially, has taught me a lot about discernment and um, not setting up setting up myself to be used. But at the same time. I also realized that because it's who I am, I can't change that. So I just have to make sure that, like you said earlier, the people around you are good. So mm -hmm. they can tell you like, oh, no, that person's not for you. Oh, no, you know, go the other way around. <laughs> but you know what? I have to even, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be that friend that says, girl, you know what? You can't worry about those people who meant bad because you don't know what their journey, what you were sent to teach them in their journey. Like your intentions were right. When you gave them whatever you gave them, you did the right thing. You gave it and you moved on. They can't use you because you're, you're put here to be used, right? That you're a vessel. True, true. <laughs> no, I mean, true. right. I mean, I get what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't be a doormat. No, 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 no. I get it. And, and, and that's what, what you just said is what I say when, when probably my husband's like, you need to sit down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're not going to block my blessings. Don't you try to block my blessings. But, you know, that's I think we I get probably. caught up because, and, and in some, yeah, some part of our ego too gets a little bit of like, you feel some type of way. Don't get me wrong. It's as it's, it's, it's good as we try to be, we still are human. And you're going to feel some type of way because that's not what you meant for it to come. But I've learned to mean, mean for it to be nothing. Like you said, give it with, with I don't even look back. It's just like, oh, I, I forgot I did that. Like people, and people will come to me and be like, remember that time, girl? No, I don't. Because I just <laughs> did it. It was on my heart. If you cross my mind, I'm going to call you right? Yes. If my heart, if I'm walking, driving past you on the street and something says, roll down your window, give that person $5, I'm going to do it. I listen to that voice, exactly. you know, and I know a lot of us fight it 
but girl, I could talk to you all night. So I have to know what's next. Like what's on the horizon for you? What, what should we be on the lookout for? Okay. What's next? There's so much next, but, um, we just wrapped up our pick my brain tour. So this summer, well, this, yeah, this year we had like a, a whole like thing in our, in our Facebook group, we had a challenge where it was called pick my brain and for pick my brain, we just literally had everyone just put out like something they've learned in their entrepreneurship journey. It was amazing. When I say like our group is filled with like all types of entrepreneurs from beginners to people making six figures, seven figures. And so to see the caliber of people just sharing willingly things they've learned, it was amazing. And at the end of that challenge, um, I actually launched uh, what we call now our Pick My Brain flashcard deck which teaches entrepreneurs um, how to start and grow their business. And that's available on Amazon. <laughs> and with the card, I was like, okay, I need to do more than the card. And so I just came up with this crazy idea to take the cards on tour to teach people how to start their business. And that idea really started with my experience of, you know, going to one of those um I got, you know, those small business programs that you have in your area. And yeah, like the SBE and yeah, SBA and yeah. all that. Yeah. <laughs> so I reached out to one of those when I, um, I'm not going to call the name, but I reached out to one of those, um, you know, programs when I just started Darwin and Co for assistance. And they responded back to me um, via phone three years later. What? <laughs> three years later. And I'll never forget the lady was like, hey, I'm just returning the calls. And I was like, I was like, wait, what call? And she was like, um, well, from my book, it's saying, you know, December, like she just said, December 20th, 2014. And I was like, ma'am, it's 2018. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, well, I'm just returning the call. <laughs> is, is this something you need? And I just thought to myself, wow, what if I didn't go ahead and push through and start my business? Um, you know, I would not have, you know, my product on shelf, my product being sold all over the world. Mm. Um, I would not, you know, how many other people in the hood dreams have been crushed because no one helped them. Right. Um, it's that dream deferred poem, you know, yes. that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Yes. And so I was just like, I need to give back and I'm not going to wait till I reach this exponential level that I, you know, goal that I've set for myself. I want to give back now. And I was like, you know, so fortunate that our service-based business just is, is just growing so amazing. And I was like, I'm going to just like, you know, take money from what we've earned and I'm going to put on this national tour and we're going to go to four cities and we're going to invite people to come out. We're going to feed them. We're going to take their headshots and all of that is free. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. I was like, what? <laughs> What you say now? Because <laughs> we have two kids and they go everywhere with us. And I'm like, no, I just, I just feel like we should do this. And so I had like, I, you know, call up a few friends like, hey, I'm about to hit up your city. Can you join me? Can you be a speaker? Can you come and share your story? Um, and it was, it was so amazing. Like literally every single person I reached out to said yes. Uh, they took, you know, from their busy schedule, they came out. And they just sat there, poured into people for free. Um, you know, there was no, we did not upsell anything. We did not charge anybody for anything. And I think even, you know, coming in, people were so like tense, like literally people were tense and I could see it. And I was, and I had to tell them like, I promise you by the end of this workshop, we're not going to upsell you anything. There's no master class. There's no webinar. There's no course. I <laughs> just breathe, relax, put your shoulders down and receive. And, you know, people were just like, afterwards, they were like, wow, like I never went to an event and got so much valuable information and not pay or not being sold something, you know, some scheme after or whatever it was. Um, and that was, you know, that was just the best part of our year. Just like, you know, being able to do that back, give back. And um, then our, we, we, we ended the tour and at, like actually last week at Columbia University. And that was a dream of mine to like speak at a college because I didn't go to college. So um, being able to do that was just amazing. Wow. <laughs> that is so awesome, man. And so, I mean, like, seriously, I have like totally sabotaged your evening. So I have to know now, 
Um, one of the things that's really, really important to me is that we always pour back into the people who have poured back into us. And, and let me tell you, I'm full tonight because I literally, <laughs> I mean, just hearing you speak and hearing all these, you know, commonalities and, and just knowing that there's somebody else out here who is just thriving on helping other people get to where they need to be and, and wanting to be what that's your goal. Like, right. I might not be where I want to be, but that's my goal. So mm -hmm. I got to know what vibes or prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? I just want people to do the same because when you're doing it alone, it feels very weird. If, and it shouldn't feel weird that you're giving back, right? But it just feels like, it, it feels lonely to be honest because everyone is operating for self. And I get that. I get that you have to put yourself on first. But I just want, as you're, you know, as you're getting to where you want to be, just look on the left and look on your right and see who you can help, you know, pull up with you. Don't just say, it, but actually do it. Cause I, I see a lot of that. People are saying, you know, women empowerment, all this stuff, but I don't see it. Um, so if we can show it more, that will make everybody's job easier. It can make your job easier. My job, everybody's job easier. Oh, I agree. So where can people follow you and how can they support you? Sure. You can follow us at dreams by reality dot com um dreams by reality on all social media yeah <laughs> man okay so i think you guys probably feel just as good as i do knowing that we've heard from another game changer another go-getter and i just want you to know i sincerely thank you from the bottom of your heart for sharing your story and your message with the audience tonight or today wherever you're listening around the world <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to share with us and pouring to us. Thank you for having me. Yes. And y'all, if you love today's show as much as I love chatting, then you know what to do. Go ahead and share it on your favorite social media platform. We're on all of them. Tag us so I can give you a proper thank you. And if you have yet to rate and review the show, you know what to do. Pause if you're driving. Leave your phone open so as soon as you park, you remember to go ahead and give us that rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on because we're on all of them. And until next time, always remember, if she can, I can. We all can. This is Brunch and Slay.